listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Let me freak the funk. Obsolete is the punk that talk more junk than Sanford sales. I just propel at a rate that complicate the mental state as I invade the masquerade. They couldn't fade with a clipper blade. Ten years in the trade is not enough. You can't cut it. I let you take a swing and you blunt it for an easy out. I leave them seized with doubt of exceeding. My name is Booty Brown and I'm proceeding, leading. They try to follow, but they shallow and hollow. I can see right through them like an empty 40 bottle with OE. They have no key or no clue to the game at all. Now they washed out hung out to dry standing looking stupid wondering why why man hey welcome to the black out tips podcast your host rod and karen who aaron karen oh there you go i'm hitting okay on that first one um <laughs> we're in the house on a saturday on feedback I'm show say, not unless something happens spectacular i don't know it just sounded like you said aaron uh, my bad my bad y'all let me move closer to the mic it's all right no 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 it's, it's fine everything's gonna be okay karen uh it is uh of course the feedback show we do this every saturday you guys know the drill we read five star reviews we check the email play voicemails if we get any uh we i don't know we do a bunch of stuff uh leave read your comments you know all that stuff that you guys love to to do for us that we love to have y'all do for us and we love to read on the show um the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport it's football a bullet ball extreme and first up we got to give all the props to the people that took out time to donate to the show Mm -hmm. um because uh you know we couldn't do it without you guys no sir Um, so um let me uh let me play our, our our tune for the uh for the for the song for the donations Oh, 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 no, I don't think oh, that's I'm, correct. I'm sorry, that's the wrong song. No. That's the wrong song. That that one is, uh, I'm sorry. I've been listening to three guys on. I'm sorry. I'm about to say that. I dedicate the service, sir. Sorry about that. I had the wrong tape in the, uh, <laughs> in the play. Choir was playing the wrong selection. Uh, Joy M, recurring donator. Thank you very much, Joy. Robert, black ass Rob, recurring donator. Thank you very much, black thank you you take your black ass racist dollars just like the clean money that joy put in ashley a recurring donator thank you very much ashley i believe she is new thank you sweetie so ashley you hooked us up and we yeah she is new that was our first donation welcome to the fold we appreciate you uh let's see who else we got here because now my email want to move slow just go ahead and embarrass me um <laughs> Shant- i hope i'm pronouncing this right shantai shantai b return a recurring donator brand new shantai thank you uh so we appreciate you shantai that's uh that's dope of you signing up to to hook up and hang out with us hooligans and keep this ratchetness going i mm-hmm. mean you don't have to but we appreciate it Catherine b yes Catherine b recurring donator thank you so much Catherine uh sound like that's new too man mm-hmm. a lot of you guys are just uh really looking out for your fam today man um damian jackson Ooh, I, I am for real uh shirley Wong esquire please say the esquire if you guys uh, need any legal counsel you guys know where to go uh jane m one-time donation thank you very much jane yes uh we also got uh darren s recurring donator 
adam t recurring donator thank you very much adam mm-hmm. rosalie v rosalie v she might be new thank you very much rosalie first time i heard that name dana w uh, i see her on twitter all the time erica m recurring donator and dana's was a recurring donation too josh wong oh wonga you know him from um australia mm-hmm. appreciate you mate jennifer oz 40 ounces of love oh alex <laughs> recurring donator alex alexis h recurring donation the tickler Corey, recurring donator conrad l official first time recurring donator to the show mm-hmm. tabitha m recurring donator and then lastly we got this one it's a one-time donation from adrian and it comes with a message hey rod and karen back in may i paid for a premium subscription and lost my job a week later Aww. i'm so glad i had y'all to listen to during the summer i recently started a new job and wanted to put some money in the basket i really appreciated karen's comments about knowing your worth and valuing yourself despite the job you may or may not have thanks for all the hard work you two do and the shows you suggested show me a hero and black jesus was great i'll definitely be subscribing for a third time in may peace aj the engineer oh that's dope thank you sweetie yeah man i I appreciate you man that's actually uh exactly how i got into keith and the girls vip program i uh signed up for it and got laid off (laughs) uh this is years ago this is uh my first time getting laid off mm-hmm. uh so um i signed up over oh, what i don't know like few years ago. yeah it's years ago though um but i signed up for it and i remember thinking should i cancel this shit you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i like it's a bill you know and um and there's no shame in that by the way but i was just but i some i was just like uh i don't like i need the entertainment now like now right. i'm sitting around the house i'm worried if it, i don't have as much interaction with people because i'm not going out right i'm not going to work uh, so i'm not seeing people and having those people kind of in my head walking me through it was actually you know something that really helped me through that situation while i'm applying for jobs or working out or even if i'm just playing video games or cleaning the house and you just throw them on and it was like this is helping me get through it and i did need all that content and i really enjoyed it and to this day i still uh still had that subscription just because that's how much i believed in them and and it's not even about listening to all the stuff because sometimes i don't have time but i want them to still be there and i think right we take a lot of stuff for granted because you know we're we're just one person and i feel like uh like say when you look at like netflix we all have this idea where it's like well this thing will be here whether i contribute to it or not no matter how big or small a part of your day it is but we're not netflix and we're not you know we're not crunchyroll or we're not amazon prime like literally every time somebody hooks us up we see it every time someone continues their their to make payments uh on their premium stuff we see it and it's it's actually the lifeblood of the show and so many people have stepped up and been so supportive uh you know i have to thank them you know so we appreciate you know people that take the time out to do all that stuff because we wouldn't do it we wouldn't be able to do it without you guys yes and also it's just one of those things where me and roger we talked about it before but we and roger have both been laid off so we completely understand the dynamics and the choices and the decisions that have to make and we understand for a lot of people it is even if you have a job for a lot of people it still is a sacrifice to give to us so it's just one of those things where we want to provide you with the best content we want to provide you with everything we have to let you know that your your money that you give to us is going for a a wonderful cause yeah i hope um 
you know i hope people are checking it out um some of the premium stuff if they get a chance and mm-hmm. hopefully having balls deep on the regular feed thanks to ty battle thank um, you ty hopefully people will see some just one of the one of the shows that we do and you know the the bonus that you get with it and hopefully they enjoy it all right um we have five star reviews let's read those if you leave us a five star review and we like it we'll read it on the show it's that simple guys the trolls never take a week off so why should you that's the truth z rogers 16 left us this five star review on stitcher gonna do stitcher first today rod and karen for president of the internet in 2020 oh lord love the show been listening for about a year and a half the fact that they cover a wide range of topics with almost daily content and have such a hilarious structure is what keeps me coming back karen's laugh is a certified national treasure and (laughs) brother and brother rod's character voices will have you dying of laughter looking crazy at work get into these words of wisdom best podcast i've heard so far thank you thank you as a, a huge compliment because uh, there's a lot of hot podcasts out there and uh we're glad that you enjoy ours uh you know uh, no matter where it's at um yes karen oh i was about to say it um whenever you leave a review on stitcher doesn't it takes a delay doesn't it so a couple of days i believe okay you know um so um then we also got this these reviews on itunes we got a, a, a bunch double up 10 stars from shana uh the black guy who tips is the best podcast out there the chemistry that this married couple do this married duo exemplifies is top notch the dedication that rod and karen devote to their craft is a force to be reckoned with you can always depend on them for high quality content covering newsworthy topics as well as regular segments that are sure to leave you in stitches this podcast is a mainstay in my podcast rotation garnering a victory celebration dance every time a new episode is ready our uh ready our listening for our listening pleasure keep giving the people what they want thank you shana we will yes long as people want it we'll be here to give it to them yes sir the best podcast ever who care about a name that's who wrote this by who care about a name love this podcast i got wind of this podcast and rod was on the evening jones i was like who is that funny brother and what is this black guy who tips so i was like let me check this out that was like a year ago thank god i did you and karen are both funny the cool thing about this podcast is the guests that you have on you like you let them shine and it has me listening to other podcasts like the ratchet hatchet and it's about us that is dope keep it up guys by keith jones thanks keith thank you and uh yeah man um matter of fact tomorrow we're having um my man chris lambert on the show uh so he'll be here and get to hang out with him tomorrow morning at 10 a.m yes love this podcast by indu 72 i'm paying my dues karen thank you i'm a long time listener first time reviewer i honestly don't know what to say that every other five-star review hasn't already said perfectly you both are the absolute best i rotate many podcasts with the black guy who tips stays on the top of my list i need to go premium to support the show so i can listen to lip smacking good karen's Aww. voice is so smooth i can listen to her read a cookbook just awesome <laughs> thank you thank you i like to cook too well i like to eat and cook but yeah great show keep it up please by stone bd love the show guys since karen called us out on the feedback show man you resonated with them folks i felt i had to show y'all some love thank you thanks for everything you two do p.s love karen's laugh had to throw it throw that in haha thank you sweetie yeah man y'all better leave reviews or karen's gonna come find your kids 
<laughs> kids that you care about and trash them down with her with her buggy no i won't her shopping cart of justice <laughs> uh time keeps on tipping by kayla's kaylin rod and karen are two wonderfully loving and hilarious people who get off on entertainment on entertaining as much as they do educating from race to blade wielding maniacs the couple of tbgwt don't shy away from making their feelings known not only are they incredibly progressive but they know how to take the darkest subjects and glean at least one laugh from it just so you know the world is not as bad as it seems yes we try we try man uh we can uh sometimes I, I look at back at the end of the show at all the topics we covered and i'm just like jesus christ surprise <laughs> <laughs> we had a mental breakdown it's like rape rape discrimination rape black racism you know like <laughs> crimes murder like just <laughs> you're like jesus man how do we how do we end up laughing through that but i guess the world's a terrible place yes it is love 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 this podcast five stars by fire loyal listener since episode 1000 looking forward to the dynamic duo of rod and karen keep the real and the jokes flowing like the amazon river uh and that's not amazon.com y'all y'all better, <laughs> isn't that amazing we have an entire region of the world that is more famous to, for the website now than the actual location right uh i listened at work and i would be in the elevator and bust out laughing and i don't give a damn who sees because you guys rock my favorite segments are the recapping of the walking dead and guess the race i'm usually right ha ha <laughs> <laughs> you mean you usually racist no yes that's what you mean racism on fleek racism on fleek yes number one podcast across the board god bless thank you thank you sweetie memphis listener by jj baby 04 i love listening to the show for my daily entertainment it keeps me up to date on current events uh my favorite podcast five stars by diy underscore beats this is hands down my favorite podcast if it wasn't for karen shaming us for being lazy i wouldn't i wouldn't have gotten to this review so soon thank you between karen's infectious laugh and rides go make (laughs) go make daddy a sandwich (laughs) yeah that go in there see you just it's just make daddy a sandwich the go is the soon Ah, uh, the go is assumed. Yeah, she the, gone, gone. The go is implied. Make daddy a sound. Uh, yeah, I actually, uh, was hanging out with Justin after the show yesterday. We was talking about, you know, house husband stuff. And, uh, we got to talking about our wives and Karen was coming home, uh, on her way home with dinner. And you know how it is. You just kicking it with the fellas or women kicking it with the girls or whatever. And you just like, yeah. And then she does this thing and oh, does your girl do this thing? It's, yeah. That's, isn't that annoying the way they microwave this thing or whatever? <laughs> and then, and then I remember being like, uh, hold on, Justin. We talking too much. Karen might be come home and hear this. Let's go. So I had to <laughs> tell, tell him to leave right on time uh go make that a sandwich yep this show is tons of fun my favorite thing about the show is the walking dead recaps along with the other shows they recap anyway wanted to thank these two people for bringing me lots of joy to my day thank you rod and karen ps being from philadelphia and here rise an eagles fan is so dope lots of love to you guys hey man i'm just joining you in your misery bro <laughs> really, it's not a lot to brag about but you know we all in that together we do what we do i know them giants are gonna get their ass kicked monday night though hopefully tbgwt ah. rocks five stars by j scott 88 the blackout tips podcast the truth and the way and the light <laughs> filled with insightful commentary and hilarious comedy each broadcast never disappoints keep up the excellent work rod and karen i'm waiting on the episode where you read groupie tales as ben carson 
who want to fuck him don't nobody want to hear that oh that'd be some bullshit i know <laughs> he sent his friend over to try to get my number <laughs> and i said i don't think this is the one you want no I'm not pointing them over there <laughs> i was <laughs> hot about the operating room i was in the magic city organization and uh guy, ah, not the organization. A guy comes over to me and he says uh trying to fuck you and your friend and i say uh i think you want the girl um behind the pole uh, remix you know he was an entrepreneur too i know <laughs> and then hating ass terrell jones would be like this bitch didn't even get no no pussy in or whatever <laughs> this bitch didn't get no money uh remix red right saying rating five stars again you should listen because ryan and karen are hot uh hope a second review matters thank you and it does they all matter yes they do danica number one says i love you both thank you so much five stars thank you for all you do oh thank you danica thank you that boy rich 22 said great show five stars i had written a long and loving review about this show but of course itunes didn't post it and erased it still wanted to rate you guys though you two are awesome man it don't matter the length we'll take them all we sure will great podcast by thomas from baltimore who says i love the walking dead recap man people are glad that's back yes they are i'm glad y'all glad me too best podcast in the game by swt underscore l-e-e-s sweet lees this has easily taken over my number one podcast spot i've been a listener for about two years now and i have zero complaints what zero thank you man now that's new. that's refreshing right we ain't said nothing to offend you make you <laughs> mad or make you want to jump off a bridge yet Woo! although i was hold on, hold on. Oh. keep listening we're yeah, gonna try i'm sure we will fuck up something. we will try although i was skeptical because of the name i thought they would be like hotel 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 oh yeah <laughs> yeah i'm I'm sure there's a ton of people which is good though because i feel like if you can get past the name Name. to listen to the content you're probably that kind of person if you can't even get past the name it's like uh you probably gonna be mad all day you know what i'm saying the people that just like what does that mean you know what i mean like right they probably there's so many people probably disappointed we don't cover tip in every show and shit like when are we gonna talk about it right i i came to listen to see how much i was supposed to give on gratuity yeah and i get black on black crime i get kids being abused i get gay news what the hell is happening here yeah we've had people do that shit before where it's like i you know so who does this brother think he is i'm like you didn't even listen to the show show. Mm -hmm. it's not even just me stupid Mm -mm. but i'm so happy i gave it a listen i laughed so hard my chest gets tight i actually started watching the walking dead because of their recap show they've introduced me to several other podcasts and they receive love from everyone that they have put me on to ryan and karen are the funniest non-comedians around i think karen just needs to admit that she hates the kids and it's okay because (laughs) it's okay because so do i and i have one oh man y'all are so funny and too cute love you guys p.s now i can join karen and giving everyone else the evil eye that have yet to leave a review lol that's true <laughs> that's the best reason yes, to leave a review everybody left a review y'all can y'all can look around and judge everybody else in the room that y'all know ain't left no review yet you could be like connor from how to get away with murder sitting around judging everybody right after he uh was giving it up giving up the cakes every week to solve the case now you think he better than everybody am i right guys <laughs> the hell just kind of get off 
judge and annalise nigga she helped you get away with murder now you wonder why she helped her clients get away with murder it's the name of the show it's what she's good at it's the class that you took she literally said in the first episode welcome to this class it is how to get away with murder and this nigga really got moral qualms about her trying to help her clients get off every week man if this he comes straight out of a comic book i hate him ah! I would, man anyway he probably gave oscar uh i gave oscar the a's man um uh, make make me feel <laughs> makes me feel body real by boar d found this podcast through a referral from the ratchet hatchet the, oh jess and uh jess josh. And josh man we love, love those guys them. uh this is one of my favorite podcasts rod and karen and sometimes justin get me through my day at work this podcast is not for everyone just the ones that matter i agree mm-hmm. there you go we're not for everybody that literally could be the fucking motto just for the one that matter as a sane gender loving black man i appreciate your effing with black people gay people and guess the race so uh sylvester the disco queen legend gives me life i know you hit that uh matter of fact give me a a quick taste (laughs) i gotta hear that do you want a funk I feel like if you hate gay people, they should take away everything gay people have invented from you. So no more music. Never be the same. Take your clothes, TV shows, all that shit. Come on now. No more Tom Cruise movies. that time party people go on out there get on the dance floor and do those ones and twos with tony okamboa and jojo flores all right all right all right sorry about that (laughs) yes sorry we had to had to do that um so you all keep uh you all keep doing what you do and the haters can eat a bag of chills dicks so oh you have been listening for a long time mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry if it took me forever to leave a review but i put the pro and procrastinate oh you definitely did with that chill reference it's been a long <laughs> time since chill told anybody to suck a bag of dicks or eat a bag of dicks or get fucked with a bag of dicks uh oh, oh anything involving dicks yeah she's very dick centric uh all right man we had comments on the actual episode last week so let's talk about those uh we had episode 1048 lots of love uh no comments on that it's feedback show we did have a poll the poll was 
has a white person ever asked to touch your hair yes no and i'm white so i'm the one doing the touching (laughs) now there were no comments on this poll but here are the results 70 percent of you guys have had a white person asked to touch your hair actually more than 70 percent really because 7.5 percent was white people doing the touching (laughs) so so count them out but other other people the vast majority of them have had a white person has touched their hair and only 22.5 percent have not so white people be touching some hair now or asking at least they asked right i guess it's better than at least they asked right right uh we had episode 1049 the popeyes organization uh where we were joined by the guys from three guys on mm-hmm. crossover episode people love these um, and so do we we love having them on yep black atheist uh pilot says i'm one of the fans of the show that doesn't know a lot about sports but really enjoys balls d sports so i definitely didn't mind the sports talk oh that's right because we talked about sports with them to start the show although we talked about it in the way that we talk about it on balls d you know what i mean yeah yeah <laughs> like we didn't go so what do you think tom brady's gonna have 100 plus yards today like it was just all yeah what about this dude beating these women yeah and for those of you out there that are premium and you look at ball d sports and you're like i don't know i don't like sports i'm trying to tell y'all you're missing out on all the jokes like yeah. it it'll keep you on top like if you want to be in the know on what's funny and like you're on twitter and facebook and you see people making jokes about people you know what the fuck are they talking about they're riding just to keep you up to date yeah like did you know adrian peterson has a deal with adidas already wow no i did that's not. right he is better than child abuse that's how good he is mm-hmm. he has been playing so good this year that he has now beaten child abuse and gotten him uh a, an endorsement deal already yeah i hope he i hope he just knows that the adidas goes on your feet and not your hands to beat your kids <laughs> other than that we'll be good if he take one of them big muscly arms and throw a shoe he'll throw a shoe through a child <laughs> bust that kid's head wide open um so yeah in fact i really thought this was one of those free premium episodes y'all sometimes put out until you did ball alert to the fans if you don't subscribe to balls d sports already and you like the sports talk get on it Mm -hmm. and it's a lot of men and women that i've heard say that hey i don't like sports but i like balls deeper i'm not a nerd but i like the nerd off right you know i don't i don't know shit about cooking but can you make it fun matt says i really enjoyed this podcast i'm a regular listener and try to keep up to speed but it's hard as a motherfucker to listen to several hours damn near every day as my real world shit keeps getting in the way of my tbgwt showtime i left the five-star review on both itunes and stitcher and i'm not sure if either of them made it to this intended target i hope so p.s bobby Schmurter just has to wake up and realize that drug trafficking and weapon violations are actually against the law they may not be our laws but our laws don't really count in the court of law first of all you don't know that bobby has done that because he hasn't even had his trial yet what evidence do they have against bobby the man has not presented the evidence you just gonna accept the white man's evidence have we not learned anything in the last couple of years about the police locking people up that didn't do anything wrong the truth will come out about bobby the d- free bobby smarter he should be allowed to be on these streets until he has his day in court that is just our system what 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 is he gonna do if he's free he's not a flight risk (laughs) where's he gonna go where's he gonna go let that man free all he did was rap about the crimes and and cooperate them on tracks he didn't actually say he did the crimes he just rap and it's just creative license you can't even prove the raps are true 
so just because he said mitch caught a body about a week ago and hey. mitch had, and mitch had happened to catch a body about a week ago that means the rest of the track is true come on amani <laughs> hey. writes in i'm glad you guys covered the greg hardy and matt barnes stuff on the main show because they really parallel so many other stories we deal with every day people like to act like athletes or celebrities in general are somehow different than every other human being on the planet and play them by a different set of rules in no other arena in life with a grown man driving his ex-wife to his ex-wife's house spitting in her face beating up the guy she's been seen with be seen as funny right and i'm a fan of this show yeah that's the thing not even this shit was so wild mona scott would not have been able to put this on vh1's reality show Mm-mm like it would have been over the line for what vh1 is willing to show like this idea that you can come be abusive beat up a person all this shit and they've shown like fake shit and they've shown like but something like this is so criminal they'd be like yeah we, we can't we can't air that well mona get, probably would try to air it yeah, but you know what i'm saying like sued, right like even the scenes that on um, like fucking uh love and hip-hop now end with like a drink in the face and then they walk off because mm-hmm. even they've been like okay we got to stop putting assault on camera because we're really just right. setting ourselves up it's gonna go too far right we'll get a lawsuit one day and i'm a fan of this show so it's not like i can't laugh at a joke if it's there but the way so many people in the media especially are treating the whole thing without any empathy like it's a side show is crazy to me yeah and that's the thing i'm not above laughing at the absurdity mm-hmm. of something but me the thing either. the thing people don't realize and, and i and i'm quick by the way i'm quick to laugh at something being absurd like mm-hmm. now there's two things to this well, number one laughing at something is not agreeing with it <laughs> right and a lot of times that's what people assume on social media and in real life and that's not true mm-hmm. and i wish people would ease off of that but i can't decide that for them but just it's one of those things where i'm like maybe everybody just doesn't have the ability to laugh at something they disagree with right so like if i see a tv show where people are acting terrible to each other and it's a reality show i don't agree with any of the shit they're doing but i will laugh at it but then i can also sit down and have a serious conversation about why that shit is wrong and they shouldn't be doing it right people act like you can't be diverse right i will laugh at a crackhead joke but i actually don't think it's funny that be addicted to crack you see what i'm saying so uh you know i feel like it's a very serious thing that you would need to get help for those things can both exist in my mind but maybe everyone's mind doesn't operate that way um the second thing was um it was like it was it was a crime like even he was on social media but that's it's, it's legit a crime it doesn't seem like it's being reported so the absurdity of it doesn't really resonate with me because it's all too common mm-hmm. every single day we read about some crazy motherfucker who can't get over the fact that he can't control his his ex or his current girlfriend or whoever doing something like this and i don't see it as funny because it's common you know what i'm saying like people were laughing at it like oh oh you know driving an hour and a half to do some crazy shit you, you know that's crazy it's like it happens a lot guys Mm-hmm. a lot of people have those horror stories and, and it gets worse than even that yes it does um let's see at least with greg hardy people realize how he acted how he acted was wrong are we sure he doesn't i think people do realize it i think a lot of people went in on him but i i don't know that the i don't know that the right people care because they don't that that's right and then also i don't think he cares so it's not like you can make him be a good person which is what a lot of people want to see is like contrition but the that thing, don't always happen 
right and honestly the the attitude of even faking contrition comes from the top down and they're not interested in even having him fake it no media training no nothing jerry jones didn't know what he was going to say to that question but they knew he would be asked that question they don't give a fuck you know so the coaching staff everybody no one cares um well everyone but the cowboys and their silence is an even bigger problem the fact that jerry jones just shrugs like tacit approval of hardy and in a lot of ways it's the people that just stay silent and let this thing go that hurt the most even when rod talked about lamar odom on the nerd off and that asshole on your email list it was just as messed up that no one else spoke up about it until you threatened him with the real power your job has that whole exchange blew me away coming from friends and not just random strangers yeah it was crazy man let's just nerd off it was <sighs> it, was, it was crazy i like um i legit probably am not kicking it with my white friends ever again i can't see it you know what i mean it's like maybe it's just because i'm still angry about it but i don't know how that's supposed to be okay and nobody spoke up but me and then when i did speak up it was like oh well now you're taking it too far it's like nothing before this was too far though you know what i mean talk about i i got people i know that od that I, you know, it's personal to me and then just doubling down to shitting on the fact that people can die from addiction is not too far, but okay. Anyway, uh, when you just sit there and let this stuff cook, that's even more disappointing to me at least than no, than somebody saying something crazy. And I love Karen driving that point home. The Cowboys, NFL, or any organization can't stay silent on issues that matter and demand people's money while expecting them not to speak up either. Right, right anyways appreciate the show as always there's a reason i'll put your coverage up against anybody's y'all are doing the damn thing and we love you for it oh thanks amani thank you uh aj the engineer says the crossover shows the three guys on are always my favorite and this one didn't disappoint at all i was glad andy and randolph tim miller lives were there to comment on the raven simone dumbassness i'm with y'all this female yeah i said it automatically gets a a hundred for fucking with black people oh 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 i know you was using it in the bitch way mm. <laughs> I, was, I was like what, what why did he say yeah i said female it's like, like oh yeah mm. uh, um, um it's yeah, like oh i meant it the offensive way yeah not uh, the good kind. i want you to know i meant to call her out yeah yeah, yeah not yeah. the, mm-hmm. not the mm-hmm. good way yeah i'm just i'm just, i just wanted to make myself clear that no mistakes i, I meant what i said and i said what i meant oh my god anyway gets a hundred for fucking with black people anytime she opens her mouth how are you gonna have pink hair and a ghetto name yourself but just discriminate towards others also and he put ghetto in quotes also i hate the fact that she said let's call it discriminatory not racist um girl it is racist because we all know that when people hear a name like cucumber they think they don't think a negative lifestyle but when they hear lamar or lashonda the general view is that they've gotten into some shit that makes them less desirable for the job so at the end of the day it's that old trope of if you black you must have been up to no good never mind your qualifications and then she goes on to say she got some inception shit going on and she was hacked girl by she is in the pot with zimmerman and don lemon mm. sounds like that pot's gonna get pretty full I clear. did you enjoy our sports talk with the guys yeah it was dope no i didn't like it 12.5 percent did not like it but 87.5 percent did enjoy it so let's concentrate on that number mm-hmm. appreciate you guys uh that uh that enjoyed it and uh for those that didn't like it sorry um 1050 popeyes gate and this is me and karen talking about the million man march karen's it issues popeye story with ben carson yeah i'm glad other people reached out to me and let me know fuck them too 
yeah apparently you know my my computer keeps telling me upgrade to windows 10 but i'm scared because people say it you know because you say you don't like it i mean like i said w- w- windows 10 itself mm-hmm. is not bad it's just it was the one before it oh the wind yeah the one before it man all them box and blocks and shit oh that was mm-mm, mm-mm. maybe i will upgrade we'll see yeah 10 ain't 10 is really not that bad other than you can't find your control panel that was my biggest issue with 10 <laughs> red says for this episode popeye's gate the, de- the deafening silence on the million man march is very disheartening as a black person we so rarely see any positive images of our community in the mainstream media unless it's celebrity or sports drive uh i only knew about it because of friends and family back east posting on facebook and instagram and even then i only found out the morning of the event there was absolutely nothing leading up to it that i heard of it uh maybe because i'm on the west coast but i remember the building 20 years ago uh be i mean the build up 20 years ago being much larger mm-hmm. and i have family and friends in the dmv area so it's very strange that i knew nothing the morning after there were exactly two stories in the news feed for the original source not shared by a friend just an outlet i follow directly shit like this is why riots happen we have to act up quote unquote in order to call attention to things that matter to us then we get labeled as lawless and violent right and then my, my thing is before we even get to the riots right when people go on tv and they quote unquote talk about our issues they always bring on some asshole or even some person that swears they're well they mean well who's like well why don't y'all care about the violence in your own communities why don't y'all talk about the issues in your own community and your family structure and this and that and we're like that's happening Mm -hmm. but this is definitive proof it doesn't matter how many people show up it doesn't matter how well organized or nonviolent. it doesn't even matter what the topics are that get broached people don't care about these things until somebody is being violent or acting up and they just want to throw this in your face to make you shut up they're not actually interested in fixing anything in our community oh no oh no ben carson's story never held water in my view i saw lots of people calling him out because he's a vegetarian but nothing about the story made sense he didn't even sound comfortable saying the name first of all and then we haven't heard an of of an employee or fellow patron that was there during the night and armed robbery is sort of a big deal and something that i'm sure most people would quite remember quite easily yeah he even said uh they chased down the person and like stopped them and shit i'm like this person had a gun and niggas ran out of popeyes to stop them i don't think so <laughs> what the fuck they got to do with my two-piece right they will look at you take care of that chicken at the door and be like well go ahead and give me the eight-piece family meal right um where is the cashier that he was directed to guy to i have watched stories where they pay play 911 calls from the 80s where the hell is the call of the transcript for the incident it shouldn't have taken days to expose this probable lie but plus he's a politician and republican they love to spot off lies all the time and even when there are facts they prove them wrong climate change planned parenthood supposedly harvesting live baby tissue obama's failure we should never take on any of them at their word but he'll talk more about guns and all the crazies will love him more the presidential race is a shit show right now on the conservative side yes it is and they even asked the i guess the police department in the area and they said that they don't have anything on file they don't show anything right. about the incident yeah he anything he lying I, I i had uh my piece on me and i had another piece that was uh, two pieces and a biscuit and uh, oh, what a salad, dirty rice. also i had some fries because i'm a vegetarian oh, 
and wrap them fries around that leg you nigga you know you put your nigga lips on that chicken that's why i don't trust you in the first place <laughs> just be honest i don't care about the robbery or not but you ate that chicken yes he did trying to act like he went in there for some fucking fries get out of my mm-hmm. face nobody goes to popeyes for the fries no offense popeyes if you ever want to support us but that's not why you go Mm-mm. You go there, for you, the chicken you're black and you ordered that chicken and you don't want these white people to know that's gonna be that's gonna be the picture that actually stops his campaign the song got a picture of him eating a, a fried chicken leg like oh, the vegetarians gonna turn the tables over yeah not the vegetarians the republicans are like a black person that eats the chicken ah we don't want any of those Mm-mm. uh aj the engineer said ride your words on the million man march were perfect all summer long i've had arguments with my black friends over the usefulness of social media and the black lives matter movement usually the argument goes into the direction of well i don't think they should have vandalized anything and maybe the message would have been perceived better that sentiment usually has me giving them the martin screw face i keep trying to tell them that there's dozens of stories about police brutality discrimination in courts and other incidents that never make it to the news because people peacefully protest but late but let a cvs burn down or a cop get hit with a paper cup and the media is all on it also most of these people arguing with me do a fraction of the research uh do the fraction of the research that i've done so i love this week when you said it's okay to be low information but you also need to be low voiced in your damn opinion right because there's a lot of uneducated people all across the board black and white and indifferent they just holla holla you be like you don't know shit but you the fucking loudest right it's sad because like those people get some of the biggest uh, spotlights in the media you know uh raven simone even more than anything she's ever said about race i have a problem with the view as a show Mm -hmm. because it's low information high volume it's just all almost all the time those people have zero idea what the fuck they're talking about there's no preparation done there's no research it's just completely hop on a mic say whatever the fuck comes to your mind first and we'll and now they're starting to get in trouble for it and lose sponsors they have to apologize every other week because people are picking up on these clips and they're like yo that that's just stupid right when a few years ago they would let that shit slide but but people are like no you can't be just saying dumb and ignorant shit just because you don't know and anybody that's ever been on that show they would actually read the articles they give them they would actually do their research end up fucking quitting because i said i cannot be around these dumb asses yeah and why is the assumption that we can't follow people that know what the fuck they're talking about because it's not true you know what i mean like hey oh if they would have actually done the research and knew what they were talking about nobody would listen like nah man people will listen but i, I feel like it's all on purpose like they, of course. it's like you know what let's just let these dummies be dumb and they'll say something stupid and we'll at least get some clicks and hits off of people watching us apologize or being like i want to be there live the next time they fuck up mm-hmm. um <clears throat> as a gun owner it hurt to hear your idea that we need to have all guns taken away not because i disagree with you but because you're right i've been trained and practiced with firearms since i was a child due to my dad ex-military but i realize now that i'm the exception you are never supposed to fire on a target unless you know what it is but how many stories have you and karen covered where somebody pops the shots off before even knowing what's around the corner this goes for the police too many stories we hear about shootings by cops come down to the cop firing before fully assessing the situation which is just bad practice and showcases their lack of ability and responsibility but we live in a world where dudes can play call of duty and then go get guns 
they see without any training or registration it's a big it's all a big mess and unfortunately in this country the moderate and responsible gun owners are not going to be heard over the people wanting to give guns to kindergarten teachers so while it hurts to say it americans really shouldn't have be allowed to have guns anymore because we've done a terrible job with the responsibility that's all i'm saying dog like it's just i'm looking at the results like the 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 other part i don't really like one i don't even think the second amendment means what people are saying it means but then also just the results that we have like motherfuckers don't need guns if this is what's happening with them Mm -mm. you know 289 people get shot every day in america like eh, i don't know that we need guns uh do you believe ben carson's popeye story no he's lying yes he seems to be telling the truth 12.12 percent of you guys believe he is telling the truth Mm-mm. which means 88 percent of y'all are like nope and i'm in the 88 percent i'm gonna man. be honest he lying uh we had episode 1051 men's rights assholes eve writes in these fedora wearing neck beards who call themselves men rights activists are entitled men who think they own women so when a woman tells them no or takes control of her own body these assholes think they're being oppressed much like racists who seem to think that if blacks get equal rights it takes something away from them they take they hate seeing women assert their rights they are perpetual losers aj the engineer says these mra dudes need to sit the fuck down i'm tired of people cherry picking history to serve their point all you need to do is listen to an episode of balls d sports to understand that men still benefit from the culture they created in this country i know justin was joking but he was right when he said mike vick would have gotten in less trouble if he just hit a woman instead of abusing dogs right and if the mr and if mra dudes want to go back to the early 1900s for their arguments why not talk about the multiple cases of domestic violence that happened to women which helped lead to the prohibition of alcohol but i'm sleep though I, right it's that's the thing they want to go back like my man right in wrote in about some shit that happened in 1913 but what about the general condition for women's and, and women in 1913 you know what about that like women's suffrage being a mute movement it started for a reason it's not like women just went crazy one day like oh we oh everything's equal and fine and we're all happy but today we just all got our period at the same time we can't control ourselves <laughs> no it didn't happen like that like it like it's like no our conditions are horrible we don't have any legal recourse we don't have um very we we don't have any the re- right to vote we don't have the right to uh to work in certain places like you know and even then like a lot of that stuff happened by necessity you know well there's a war and all the men are gone and shit like that so yeah man it's people just rewrite history in such a butthurt way that it's so hard to like entertain them because it's it's borderline offensive just the like i know it's their own insecurity that's causing it but it's offensive to have to sit through because it's just Mm -hmm. like you know you like it's so ahistorical uh i know it's stressful but i think you should keep reading some of the letters so that anybody else thinking along the same lines can hear how dumb it sounds great show y'all great rant nah i don't want to and it's not worth the stress and i think we proved our point so if you are you know listening to the show or whatever i feel like it's easy for you to be like and i get it you know what i mean and the poll was should we continue to read the mra emails on the show no please for the love of god no more yes we don't mind and i'm the one sending the emails uh nine percent of y'all are sending the emails uh 34.2 percent of y'all say y'all don't mind that we read them on the show and 57 percent of y'all are like please stop 
yeah i don't really feel like reading them that's all it is but i thought i wanted to see what you guys thought and i'm in the majority on that one and no comments on none of the polls maybe the comments weren't working this week or something let me uh let me do a test uh let's see if this works because i'm i'm surprised we didn't get any comments on any of the polls uh today let's see if i submit a test comment will it not go through oh no it works oh y'all just didn't feel like talking no problem with that no problem with that not forcing you to uh making the uh, show short somebody said uh dean Pritchard said she got an error oh she got an error for hers well maybe it's working now and it wasn't working then it just right. worked for me but right and i think that might be why because yeah i think that's very odd yeah i'm like we've never had no comments on any of the polls but hey leave the comments on the website then you know uh anyway uh heath's hair was the last episode we had five comments and we recapped the walking dead with leonard brothers of look and listen the podcast Uh that was fun uh let's see here rd miller says i noticed how bad it was but was not bothered by just thought dr dre wearing easy's wig talk about he's wig (laughs) he's hair yeah the poll was did he's wig bother you it was a close poll but 53 percent said yeah it, it bothered them it was disturbing and 47 said they didn't realize it uh eve says i can understand why people don't trust enid she's very secretive but personally i think she's someone who kind of views people of alexandria kind of the same way that rick and his team do remember that she was somewhat new to the group as well i believe they mentioned her parents being dead so she's been out there and she can't believe how naive these people are she probably doesn't want to pretend that everything is okay when it's not i think that's why she connected to carl she's just she's the first woke teenager she's seen in a, he's the first woke teenager she's seen in a long time right because nobody else is and most of them end up dying you know what i just realized if ron likes enid and rick killed his daddy like they gotta watch him right because he could be a serious fucking problem right because remember before i told you rewind it because i didn't realize that he was out there fucking in the woods yeah he, watched, he was them. watching him yeah right yeah he, gonna be he was watching he was watching enid and carl on the roof of that that structure or whatever so yeah he could really be a problem man uh i'm really 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 scared for glenn there was just way too much foreshadowing in this episode the fact that they sort of hinted that maggie might be maybe pregnant and how people keep talking about his kind nature and giving people second chances i hope i'm wrong because glenn is a beast and a valuable member of the team i just feel like that nicholas decision will come back and bite him in the ass i wouldn't be shocked i hate jesse not because of anything she did she didn't do anything wrong actually she basically represents the fact that rashawn shippers won't get to see rick taste that sweet sweet chocolate oh lord plus it looks like michonne likes the brothers oh well here's hoping my daryl and carol ship happens yeah I, I was on board with that one too but i don't i don't that one's taking forever i don't know if that's happening i wonder how the people alexandra are going to react to carter's death and that rick had to put him down you know hating ass ron is going to have something to say about it <laughs> great great reviews of the show as always thank you evie red says is it wrong i laughed immediately when rod read the initial headline about the florida teacher i dry i dry, died and drooled a little bit i don't remember the headline about the florida teacher or uh what what she did exactly but uh whatever it is probably fucked up yeah uh maybe the breastfeeding child porn woman i, I don't remember uh let's see her uh hiroja shibe says 
i am hashtag team morgan hashtag superior black man things are going to get a bit frosty for rick because of his indifference to help the alexandria people alexandria people learn to fight zombies not that i do not think that rick is wrong i do believe a lot of people are going to die this season because alexandria people uh have proven themselves to be completely useless so i have decided to stock up on kleenex because a horde is coming and it's not looking good for anyone Mm-mm. yeah i can't i can't see that working out for anybody in alexandria that's yeah, not don't be a zombie wedding unless you've been preparing you know like uh rick went over there trying to get some ass she was like Mm-mm, uh rosita been teaching me how to shoot so unless you like one of those people that like took the initiative to learn you're gonna be in trouble aj says great recap and lb was a great guest i'm I'm glad walking dead is back and we can talk about these privileged alexandrians i wanted to ask you too if you think rick's plan to move the walkers from the quarry was good what would you guys do differently if you two were in rick's place um i have no idea i mean the thing is there's like the there's there's a couple things about it one moving the quarry is gonna moving those all those walkers at the same time is gonna have some after effects at some point like yes, it is even if it's just a group that they run into looking for revenge or seeing where they come from or because you're basically unleashing a uh like a natural disaster on on some other unsuspected group uh the other thing is um they were too many to kill mm-hmm. so it's like what do you do when there's too many to kill but there's not you know there's no way around it i i don't know i i might have done with uh what uh carter was saying to try to strengthen up the partitions that were holding the zombies in but uh you know the zombies are like a fact of life now they're gonna get out eventually so i like rick's pro- proactive plan though i like that he wanted to do something to protect his people before it became a problem rather than afterwards yeah and i think rick's thing was like hey dog we tried that we tried that and that shit that bullshit you talking about did not work yeah so i you know i'm okay with it um and rick's plan the only problem with it was humans right right guarantee a human blew that horn yeah um so uh like i said oh the poll was oh yeah we already did the poll about the heath hair most of you guys uh we're pretty disturbed about it and you know what that's a reasonable reaction guys uh we had some emails no voicemails this week um let me see here and get into these podcast emails uh podcaster groupie tales uh the blackest comedian who didn't just put the tip in this is for my girl miss kissable oh my oh my goodness y'all first of all i want to say i love y'all and the threesome offer still stands only for you two and the obamas hey poke us tee hee hee <laughs> but anywho on to my story my girl we'll just call her jay wendy hit me up in the dms talking about it's josh homer's birthday and jl covan and some other homies were going to roast him tonight i don't know why but i had an abundance of energy that day and haven't seen my girl jay wendy in months you see she is a five-star chick for real y'all she's forever going all around the world uh she's forever going all around the world run i mean um cycling or snowboard i mean surfing so i said (laughs) i said bet and met her at the train station to go into nyc you see we live in connecticut new jersey a connecting city between new york and new jersey yeah that's right sure nj so anywho we met up on the train and then the subway to the standing room in queens we're uh i feel like i should be doing my groupie tales voice for this 
<laughs> i didn't even play five star chick or nothing uh all right you know what fuck it i am gonna do it let's just go all the way there this is for you Gotta go twelve bar, Gucci man got nine car. We don't call him down no more. Oh now we call him five star, five star nigga. That's a five star click. That's a six forty five. That's that new M six. Pay her bills, get a health fix, might even pay her rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I can't even lie. I'm so super hot. Do not need her, will not keep her unless she is fly. Gucci man's a thug, B. Your man is a scrub. See, she love me, now she love you not. Now all my bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, call her Gucci girl and beat me. You can find a five-star hotel, you can meet me. Five-star bitch, that's a five-star bitch. That's a five-star, and that's a five-star. If your credits go high, these nails stay fly. If your juice box wet and your head something fire, you a five-star bitch. And you a five-star. All right, back to the group tale we were walking down the street looking for the club chit-chatting like the females we are jay i mean jade looks up gas grabs my arm and whispers with exasperation that's jl Coven. i looked his way and there he was all tall and extra light-skinned and cute he is tall he looks like the love child of jerry seinfeld and lisa leslie <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking uh adam sandler a little bit in there we shouted him out like hey jl he blushed and so did my clit oh lord (laughs) i knew right then and there that i had to bag him jay went up for the hug first in her cute business lady dressing heels i snapped a pic of them when it was then it was my turn i went in for the hugs and ladies he smells so good I was about to take the D right then and there. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we just went into a rape fantasy. She's going to take his dick? I know, right? And y'all, he has some back and arm definition under his shirt. Mm-hmm. Well, he has been working out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's on a diet. Jay went to take our picture, and I had to try my hardest not to feel on his body and kiss him on his neck. I was lost in my JL trance. For what felt like hours, but in reality was mere seconds. Jade broke my trance by squeezing my arm and said, look, it's the birthday boy, Josh, and his lovely wife. Before I let go of JL, I whispered in his ear, you are too sexy, smart, and talented to be sounding so depressed all the time. I could be your therapist. (laughs) I can make you so happy. He turned beet red and had the cutest goofy look on his face. At that point, my panties were completely soaked. (laughs) So I played it cool and introduced myself to Josh Homer and Nadia. Wished him a happy birthday, hugs and handshakes and blah, blah, blah. So we went into the venue. It was very chic and cozy. We sat right up front, got a couple of drinks in our system, and we were chilling, vibing, until they started playing some trap music. J.D. And I stood up and started dancing sexily, all twerking on each other. I locked eyes on JL and started scissoring with Jade. What? 
he made that goofy grin i got hot and took off my sweater i had on at work and oh i took off my sweater i had on at work and underneath it was a tank top and highlighted the girls mm-hmm. <laughs> he gave me squinty sexy eyes i sipped some water and went backstage the music stopped and we sat down for a couple of minutes later the show started and my beige boo started the show oh my goodness the show was so bomb i burned like 147 calories laughing beige boo was hilarious the bangladeshi guy was good the white dude was good the white girl was good the chocolate dude was good josh was excellent sunning all of them at his roast lol pure tears y'all and after the show josh's wife made some delish carrot cake as i was eating i was imagining that what jail's carrot tasted like oh lord (laughs) you want to put his carrot in your cakes (laughs) then the cream cheese frosting tee hee hee josh was going josh was going around thanking everyone for coming and introducing us to all the comedians and we ended up talking for like an hour jl came up from behind me and whispered in my ear i need a therapy session now what oh god i turned around hands in his back pocket and said the doctor is in oh lord <laughs> he led me to the back of the club in the private office with jay where jay went i don't know i was in a trance we started making out heavy just lips tongues and saliva everywhere he pulled down his pants y'all tripod (laughs) i guess he was hashtag blessed he looked (laughs) he looked like a caramel walking stick (laughs) and i wanted to taste his soldier went to attention in a nice salute poking me in the pussy from two feet away my knees got wet only weak sorry my knees got weak my head started spinning and my pussy exploded i opened my eyes and i was on the floor apparently i fainted in excitement i blinked and looked up and there was my sweet baby face jl over on the sofa looking sad i looked over to my left and there was passed out jade next to me after i fully gained consciousness i got up and sat next to jl like a mama checking on her cub he said now you know why i'm so sad and a single tear slowly ran down his left cheek (laughs) i licked it up gave him a forehead kiss collected jade and we went back to connecticut i mean new jersey we were grinning and shaking our head all the way home my poor baby jl i wasn't ready for you but trust and believe next time i see you i'll be ready winky face just just the kisses kiss xxx miss kissable all right well <laughs> we got the jail groupie tail out the way i know i that was uh that was not a thing i thought would ever happen Mm-mm. um hating ass black rob this is from uh shay she says i think he probably has an office job that he's good at but not good enough to move up i think he has a small group of friends and he definitely not the alpha male within it i think he has a girlfriend who wears the pants i think he uses your show as an outlet to say things he would never say in real life i think he needs to ask for a raise to tell the alpha in his groupie group of friends to shut the fuck up and sit down and knock the bottom out of his girl i bet he'd be a lot less angry yeah um i think you mixed up black ass rob with 
hating ass terrell jones <laughs> i guess she said they're the same person so then she wrote this in later i just listened to ball alert replies on episode 1050 and i and realized i must have my men mixed up i sent an entire email earlier about hating ass black rob and i now and i know now after the comment i know if they would have a threesome with this down syndrome looking motherfucker they would fuck my pit bull that i for sure had the wrong name so it's hating ass terrell jones so he confused me so bad i want to hug him and kick in the teeth at the same time bah ha ha poor little dude he's so angry um let's see what else oh shay also writes in episode 1050 i don't even know where to start first know that i'm not a bristol palin fan like at all she however has a point on the topic of birth control being given to girls as young as 10 without parents consent please hear me out on this first i too like karen started my period at such a young age i was actually taking the mandatory naps that kids in the south are made to take i was 10 when it happened second i was exposed to sexual situations starting at seven third i fortunately had a mother i could talk to about anything so i told her and she saved me through uh my point is that i think i have all the ingredients needed to have an opinion on this and it is well, well first of all you can um have an opinion you don't even like you have an opinion on this you have a vagina uh <laughs> you know what i mean um not i mean you're a human you know if you have kids like there's a bunch of ways anyway no way in hell is someone deciding my for my child that we can be on that they can be on birth control before they're even a teenager first how is it decided what screening process are they putting my 10 year old through what questions is she being asked is this now creating a curiosity about something she may not have even been thinking of yet and my thing is this to an extent you're talking from privilege you had a mom you had somebody you could go to i'm not trying to be funny you had somebody that you can consent in but a lot of people fail to realize for a lot of children they don't have that they don't have a mom to turn to a aunt to turn to a cousin to turn to an older sibling to turn to it's just them mm-hmm. and i think that a lot of parents when they think about this they automatically think about their child thinking from it from a perspective of being a quote-unquote good parent which a good parent should be involved and a good parent should want to be involved and know and you know make the decision in conjunction with the child and all that stuff you are correct but what about children that are wards of the states what about children that are abused what about children that nobody gives a fuck that they even exist what about those children who makes the decisions for those children? Are those children supposed to just be out there and go astray and just whatever happens to them happens to them because they don't have any guidance, any protection, anybody that they're caring for them and their well-being? And that's one, that's one of the things where a lot of people, when they look at children, they just assume that this an adult in their life that actually cares about them. And there are a lot of children out there who don't have adults in their lives that care about them. What about those children? You can't make the decision for those children. Well, then who does? Yeah, or the parents could be the abusers. Correct. And not care. There are a lot of children out there who, who, who just exist. Don't nobody love them. Don't nobody care about them. They're sexually abused by, by, by females, sexually abused by males, are wards to the state, just out, just wherever happens to them just happens to them then you have them trying to deal with the reality of getting older dealing with the reality of starting a period dealing with the reality of wet dreams dealing with the reality of of just life and sexuality and all this stuff and they have nobody there for them yes i understand as a parent 
and as a good parent you would want to make these choices the decision you want to sit down with your child you want to learn where they are yes you would it makes sense but the children that are not you can't speak on behalf of those children and you can't tell me that just because you wouldn't make that decision for your child that no child should have the access and should have the um the, the choice to be like hey um i don't understand what's happening here but i know i don't want any children because you know i don't have access to it and i don't have a quote-unquote adult that can make the decision for me you know and it's just one of those things where the larger picture is you don't have no unwanted babies by 11 to 12 year old because they got sexually abused and nobody was there to tell them nobody was there to lead them nobody was there to help them because as much as people talk about this stuff most people would never adopt a child that's out there in the system in their lifetime even though you care and even though you're concerned yes you're a great human being you're not going out there to the adoption center everybody wants the boom the babies nobody wants a 12 or 13 year old the child that has grown up in the system for years nobody wants that child everybody bypasses the teenager because you don't want those problems and you don't want those issues but somebody has got to make the the logical choice for that child and 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 i have empathy and sympathy for children because i was a ward of the state so i completely understand this you know, and I, and, and I'm not arguing with you or anything. I completely understand because as a parent, it, yes, you go, no, I don't want my child to be, because you're a great and wonderful parent. But for the children that are out there that don't have these options and don't have these choices, who's making the decision for them? Yeah, the government and the school system has to make a rule that it captures every situation. Like, unfortunately for them, they don't have a, they can't be like, well, we have this rule but it's not available to people that have parents or whatever you know it's not available like it's going to be available to everybody if they have this thing and i'm not even saying that it's not controversial because to me it does sound controversial yeah, um, hold on. And, and also and something else and and, and, I, and i and i think for me something else that for a lot of parents they just freak out and a lot of people freak out when we start talking about birth control a lot of people automatically assume sex is behind that yeah and that's not so i know for me i got on birth control because my period was irregular some women get on birth control because it makes their period lighter and sex a lot of times at eight nine and ten is the furthest fucking thing from your mind a lot of times and it's just one of those things where because people go well if i start you here it will always go down another road it's not true because a lot of times you're trying to help a child to to do what's best for their bodies but at the same time because everybody fucking freaks out when it comes to birth control and think that oh if i give you this pill all of a sudden opening up the door for you to have the right to have sex and that's not always true yeah i do think at the core of all the concern is really if you strip down all the insecurities and questions and stuff the the real issue for most people is we don't want little girls to be able to decide when they're ready to have sex right like as a parent i just don't want that decision because you know it's focusing on little girls it's not like they're offering little boys fucking um you know um what do you call those uh vasectomies Mm-mm. you know like it's clearly focusing on little girls and controlling their sex and in this case putting putting their uh i guess their their own body and their decisions and control over what they want to do with their bodies at the age of 10 for a lot of people it's like well that's too early you know uh but there's much more to this email so uh first you know she asked all those questions how is it decided what screening process what questions are they being asked 
uh is, is it creating a curiosity that wasn't ever for second has there been any extensive research on the health issues that may arise from placing the iud in a 10 year old's body as far as i know results are still out on grown women uh all new medical devices are miracles at first and then 20 years later there's a class action lawsuit due to all the health problems caused now this may be my third point but it's the biggest no way in hell no way is someone taking my 10 year old daughter into a strange room removing her clothes spreading her legs putting their hands inside her without speaking to me first not if they planning on keeping those fucking hands now i'm not stupid i lost my v card at 14 i know kids start early but until my child can be considered at least a teen any medical decision is mine to make well i mean i will say this that's an arbitrary number you like you say it at least a teen somebody else well till my daughter's 18 till she's out of my house right. till like so it's the the parental ownership part of our society is kind of a myth yes it is like i know we've been led to believe in it and it's hard for us not to believe in it but the same way a kid can sue their parents and get autonomy at a young age before they're 18 like there's there like kids you don't really control your kid as much as you think you do no you don't and you're pretty much not going to control them uh it's harder to probably to control them with fear anyway but you know like our parents didn't really control us i'm sure your parents weren't like okay you're 14 go have sex correct you know and you're probably only thinking that 14 is okay because that's when you lost your virginity and you you know what i mean like we like that number is still arbitrary it just is a number that you feel comfortable with but another parent might not feel comfortable with 14 they might want you to be 18 or 21 or not until you're married or whatever like when do we decide that you're not you're not the property of your parents um you're actually uh your own human being when it comes to your body you know And, and i think it's a very tough conversation to have and it's a very and it's not a bunch of easy answers and mm-hmm. each kid is different yep so when they make this rule in the school they have to treat it like we have to have a catch-all right um right and a lot of this like i said you're speaking from your own personal experience you being a loving and caring parent well everybody is concerned the about same, your child but everybody is the same way you're speaking from your experience as a water estate everybody's speaking from their own personal experience right. it's not like it can't be divorced from the conversation everybody goes back to how they lost their virginity and their childhood and the things they knew and didn't know and the things they dealt with um nobody's able to just look at it as if put it this way uh this will be the best way that i think i can explain it if i say shay you now get to make the rule for all kids and now you have and you need to account for every situation go what's the rule like what's the catch-all the you pretty much have to make it lowest common denominator and then in the kids that have people in their lives the intervention will happen right you know so if you have a kid that has uh parents in their lives and they have a good relationship and they talk and they you know those kids are probably never walking in that office anyway Mm -mm. but when you have kids that don't have adults in their lives don't have people that care about them in their lives or whatnot then maybe they have to go in that office because they don't have a choice like they don't have another alternative or maybe you have those whack-ass type of parents that are like sex doesn't happen and we don't talk about it right or maybe you get your you know who knows but you have to have a catch-all rule 
it's you know the vast majority of people are never gonna walk into that room you know but they should be able to they should have that option available to them you know and i i I mean i don't know how i don't know how it will work in practice like i said i would need to know more about the program and i'm with shay on her first set of questions i don't think anything's wrong with those questions me either because i had those questions when we talked about me either because you and if you're a parent you should have those same questions Mm -hmm. i don't know how anybody could not have like how you just like i don't want it to be as simple as my daughter just goes to school and goes hey want to get some uh want to get an iud today and by by five o'clock that afternoon she got an iud in her you know what i mean i would like to know that it's more consideration going into this than just that right and the thing about it is that the questions you have are valid but they're not only valid for your child they're valid for all children i don't think she's saying they're not Mm-hmm. But, but yeah but 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 that's that, that and i think that's my thing it's like these are valid questions and yes more research and all this stuff needs to be done but i don't think it needs to be taken off the table per se well i don't even know about the research thing i'm not getting into that because medical research is its own thing and like i said yes it is if it's been clear by the fda and all this other shit uh if there is some type of recall and it is fucked up long term uh which it, you know it, it could, could be, be it could right. not be like I don't know what testing it went through to get approved. I don't know what testing it's got to go through to uh, to be proven false or that, that it does have some other effects that aren't. I don't know. So I'm going to leave that point alone because, you know, we could really say that about just about anything, you know. Right. And shit is recalled all the time. Yeah. Like birth, there's birth control that has that issue, you mm-hmm. know. I don't. I, I, like I said, I have no idea and I'm not going to even try to step into that because, you know maybe 10 years from now we are like wow they shouldn't have done that shit they didn't even test those iud's right um but you could always make that excuse 10 years from now you can make that excuse 20 years from now right uh now i'm not stupid i lost my v card at 14 yeah so 10 uh i believe that's actually a law i could be wrong oh about making medical decisions until they're 10 I, I believe that's actually a law i could be wrong but if it isn't it should be the government already tried to tell me that what i can do with my vajayjay they're not about to start telling me what my child will do with hers well they're not making these mandatory what do no, you mean this is still a choice that's being left up to a woman or in this case a girl yeah. uh it's not a choice that this isn't the government intervening and going everybody get in here and get an iud so you your framing on that is wrong yeah a lot of people panic going not my child not my child and honestly that that's what a lot of people just feel not my child so if it's not my child it's not nobody's child you, it just can't be like that across the board since so she says Mm-mm-mm, how about this one damn so she <laughs> very upset then she writes in the last one of the week i believe spelling errors yes i know the word there was spelled wrong in my email about birth control however with the mad fever i was in while typing i'm surprised i didn't break the screen with my phone (laughs) 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 i wasn't worried about no autocorrect at the time lol i was like i gotta let y'all know how i feel about this i was worried that we may have a difference of opinion on this and i know when that's the case a misspelled world equals see i knew this person was stupid from you one i'm not stupid well hold up no i don't do that to everybody i disagree with right some of these motherfuckers are stupid though and i'm not gonna do them any fucking favors when they're writing in insulting me and karen or uh you know saying f- 
fucked up homophobic racist bullshit and then i'm supposed to be like oh let me do you the favor i think you meant the right there you know what i mean so yeah we know we know for most people that's not the case i do use my discretion you think every you see how much shit i read on feedback show you really think all the reviews which don't have you're not even able to spell check reviews through your iphone um or through a lot of these devices Mm -hmm. um you think all this shit is spelled right shay no yeah it's all good sweetie it's okay yeah and i don't i, I don't mind people disagreeing with us oh, i no. think that it crosses a line in the disrespect sometimes and that's what i have a problem with but right you didn't disrespect at all yeah i don't yeah i think yeah i don't have a problem with this i read two i really disagree with you too because you guys aren't stupid either damn i love this show hell right now my country's involved in this war civil war in syria as we back the rebels and fucking russia backs the standing leader but what's getting me so fired up so i had to take uh, a break early your show it's better than a cardio workout hot damn <laughs> well thank you for listening we mm-hmm. appreciate it uh bria writes in hi guys my boyfriend put me on to your show oh it says thank you is the title my boyfriend put me on to your show last year and since then i've already gone premium because your show has become such an integral part of my life thank you i uh my name is bria and i recently wrote lo- relocated from atlanta to raleigh which is terrible i hope to, to either go back to atlanta next year or in charlotte uh, I moved to Raleigh because I got a job with a biotechnology company. It's Danish. And I'm the blackest thing in the entire company. I'm literally the only black PhD level scientist. It's kind of gross. Being in this environment and away from Atlanta, I feel very disconnected from my blackness. Oh, I can understand that. It's black people there. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think she's talking about her work situation now. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. In an yeah. area like that, no, I ain't gonna be a whole lot of you. Yeah, socially, you know, especially depending on how much your job takes up, you might not be able to socially get out and get in the mix, but. True, depending on how demanding it is, yes. And then coming from Atlanta, you know, you definitely yeah, gonna feel it. Right, you come from blackity black, black chocolate city. I miss the blackness of my, of the city. I miss my black friends in Atlanta and boyfriend well i'm sure that's a huge part of it yes and i miss the fact that when i'm there i'm not constantly reminded of my blackness here i am obviously the other your show helps me feel less alone i know i can listen to either the regular show or any premium show i love all these sports and get my feeling i get my feel of ratchetness and social commentary it's also a way for my boyfriend and i to bond now that i'm away in all our conversations i'll ask did you listen to tbgwt today and we and we laughed together recounting that what craziness y'all might have discussed oh thank you for your perspective thank you for allowing a space where you are unapologetically black and your audience celebrates that i'm not on facebook but my boyfriend is on in the facebook group and he's constantly telling me how the group polices itself and gets all the whole types and whack niggas up out of there i'm proud to be part of such a wonderful community uh no problem man and uh yeah uh people have uh ever since we uh constituted that thing we had to approve the post i haven't had to really kick anybody out so mm. you know we've been it, doing good it's justified a means on that one uh anyways i just want you to know that your show is being listened to in one of the whitest spaces i've ever been in and that says something because all the science is pretty white but i've been to denmark and i was the blackest thing there and i'm lighter than justin uh i i've literally i literally got stared and pointed at it was an experience i'm gonna have to go there for business next year and trust i believe i'll be take trust you the trust and believe i'll be taking you and karen with me smiley face oh uh, that's cool man i worked for a company that had a headquarters in denmark um i want to say copenhagen even and uh that was uh 
that was an interesting experience like having that culture come here to america and decide everything but i remember once we had a company um a company meeting about all the corporate taboos and we're supposed to be able to ask any question we wanted and the question i asked was how come we don't have more black people in management because i didn't see any there was only one dude that i knew was a black dude that was a manager and i don't even think he had an office and uh they answered me by talking about needing more americans in management and women which did not answer your question right so if you were a white woman or a white man very exciting your show just meant a lot miss means a lot i'm grateful for all you do i can't wait to listen to your walking dead recap tonight because oh how rick tried gabriel in front of everybody oh he sure did i'd like to help no who you fitting to try <laughs> right new keep doing what you're what you're doing and if you do move and if i do move to charlotte next year i hope you guys start live shows thanks well thank you mm-hmm. um d-a-n mr span writes in okay i know i ain't shit i know this but i know damn well i wasn't the only one who just bust the fuck out laughing when you told the story about the teacher calling them kids dumbass niggas <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if it was just the story itself or your delivery of it but nigga i just keep picturing the old black man who been teaching about 40 years who keeps who knows all the drug dealers and punks are because he taught their parents too and was like fuck it i got tenure and he just stopped caring passing out a grades just because students showed up to his class i know i shouldn't be laughing but damn it my initial reaction was nothing but laughing but on a serious note that d-a-n acronym is real there's an incident in my job but at a different station they got a few white guys fired because uh they were one withholding operator qualifications to otherwise qualified new employees because they were black oh. and two they were calling all the new black guys dan and telling oh. and telling them that would be their name until they got qualified wow oh. one of the senior black employees caught wind of it made it known there was a big ass physical fight the guy and guys lost their jobs so this shit is definitely real so yeah coach carter thought he was being slick and he knew he was being racist so fuck him thanks for another great week of shows fam mrs fan wow yeah they would they would be some fist fights i'm educated and and i'm got all my certifications and shit and you talking about my name is dan and somebody you know because you know what i'm not gonna lie initially i probably wouldn't because i don't know the acronym so i probably wouldn't have caught on to it well no you're gonna call me my name like I, that would be my thing but once somebody tell me what it means yeah we have problems yeah wow uh feedback from emil hello Maros. so rodas and karinas are actually going to silence the truth tellers in the mra movement you're going to silence the brave soldiers who have only now found the courage to express themselves you plan to muzzle the brave penis havers who would dare to agitate against the vaginal tyranny that have been wrought upon our world by feminism seriously though the mra movement reminds me of my elder daughter for the first three years of her life she was the center of our world then her sister was born and ever since she has had to share our love and attention with uh with her those those first couple of years after our younger daughter was born had a lot of manufactured tantrums she would lose her fucking mind over dumb shit all because her baby sister had to be fed or rocked to sleep or something the mra movement is the same now that they have to share the sandbox of rights and privileges with women and even just even just a little bit they see it fit they see it fit to have tantrums they long for the days when men could say whatever to women consequence free and shit like consent was implied on another note to paraphrase the brother bleak gilliam 
it makes no sense it incenses me when black men buy into that shit as well the mra movement is clearly an extension of white supremacy all those privileges weren't meant for us yeah man i i personally can never get behind that madmanization of uh history for black people because it's just not it's not for us and it's not something we should even want correct as for tarantino i love his movies i think they are well made and funny for the most part but he is always saying dumb shit when it comes to race he always puts cringeworthy dialogue into the mouths of black characters e.g the who's the man daniel looking nigga on the wall with you line from jackie brown then to disrespect eva's movie by implying it was a tv movie yeah he said it deserved an emmy and not an oscar and he, you know he said he had he'd never seen the movie right i would say this nigga but he would derive too much pleasure from being called nigga during the usain bolt uh, g huh i'm laughing at that statement during the usain bolt g tell you were wondering what what backways meant it it's what we jamaicans say to mean turn around oh for example i turned her around and entered from the back would translate to me turn her back away fling her upon her. Oh, okay cool anyways uh keep up the good work mr and mrs tips they call me mr tips <laughs> we are fast approaching the moment when i could be like a douchey hipster and be able to say i've been listening to tvgwt since before they were famous before they got out hollywood and shit partying with kanye and taylor swift <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious uh and last email franklin writes in shout out from the emerald city howdy rod and karen it's been about half a, a half year since the last time i sent in feedback so i wanted to send a shout out to the tbgwt fam and touch on a few things the show recaps are amazing i didn't realize how much i missed the walking dead until i saw michonne glistening in that hot ass sun my god that woman is beautiful i know when morgan asked her that question and she lied i was like look at you lying <laughs> It was my guess at the end of the last episode that Father Gabe was the one on the horn. He is hateful, spiteful, and ignorant. That would totally fall in line with his character. Then again, that seems like too easy a plot device, so I'm probably wrong. I don't have any pre- I don't have premium yet, but I did notice you that you talked about The Walking Dead season two on the Nerd Off. You may have covered this already, but I just wanted to throw out that season two was awesome, but I missed Lee nigga i almost started crying when clementine told kenny what happened to him between lee and franklin from grand theft auto 5 those are the two most likable characters i've ever played in a video game i did love me some lee man uh my question for you guys is what so far has been each of you your most enjoyable games thanks uh apoplexicus i don't know how to pronounce that uh karen what's your most enjoyable game so far I tell you, game that every game that I've played. Yeah, I don't know if he means forever or all time or just forever, like lately. Ever, forever, ever. I don't know. So let's just do the one lately. What's the most enjoyable game you play lately? I guess I don't know. Mm, well, lately, well, lately is Zoo Tycoon. But one of my favorite games of all time, Blue Dragon. I spent like oh, close, close to a thousand hours when I game. I love that goddamn game. And every now and then, I will just erase my shit and replay that game all over again for some reason because i just really really love that game and also i'm a big uh zelda fan but uh they're gonna have to impress me a little bit more because i was not happy with that beta but we'll see yeah um and for me i'll just say lately the most enjoyable game i played is uh this game called sunset overdrive it's just it was just so fun i beat it i beat all the dlc i wish they had more dlc so i could play that and beat that too it's addictive as fuck now i just skating around the world with all the missions accomplished 
i might delete my save and start over because uh, mm-hmm. i like it so much and i like how you can create your own character and uh dress them and shit like i really got i know we don't go for all that shit but i really got into it and uh it, it, it's, it's a super cool game man so i would uh suggest that for all you guys um we'll be back tomorrow with chris lambert at 10 30 i mean 10 a.m and uh until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.